I believe in Hashem. I trust in Hashem. There never is a moment when that I am alone and I'm on my own. I believe and I trust in Hashem. Because I understand that He's holding my hand and every step is perfectly planned. He's holding me tight, so I'll be all right. I believe and I trust in Hashem. Today's story is about an innkeeper named Moshe. Moshe was a pious Jew. That means someone who was very careful doing the Torah and the mitzvahs properly. He was blessed with a good wife and a house full of children. The inn he rented from the pirates. The pirates' name was Tadush Wizatsky. This pirate was extremely rich. He owned many forests, lakes, many towns, and many inns. And Maisha rented one of his inns just like many other Yidden, who rented certain things from the pirates, fisheries, or forests for lumber, or distilleries for mashke, or inns. This inn, Moshe actually got from his father, who used to rent it from the pirates' father. Now, some years, were very good, and some years were not so good. It was not always so easy to pay the rent on time. But the old pirates was very kindly and friendly, and he didn't press the innkeeper to have to pay on the first of the year. But the young pirates, the one who took over, was much different. He was a big spender, he used to make many parties for his friends. So even though he was so rich, he spent money faster than it came in. So he was always short of cash. Therefore, he was very angry with Moshe, the innkeeper, whom he called Mushka, if Moshe would be late with his rent, even by a few days. One year was particularly difficult. The hot and dry summer left all the farmers with not much produce, not much fruits and vegetables. So since they didn't make enough money, they couldn't spend that much money at the inn as they would usually do. Usually these farmers and peasants would come to Moshe's inn and buy some refreshments, a dinner, and wash it down with some mashke and beer. But now that they didn't have that much money, they didn't give so much business to Moshe. Also, the winter was very difficult. There was so much snow piled up, people were hardly able to get out of their houses. There were hardly any travelers on the road. 
So what ended up being that whatever money Moshe saved up was just enough to feed his family. So when it came time to pay the rent, Moshe came to him empty-handed and pleaded with him that he should give him more time to get the money together. Just like the pirate's father used to do. Well, the pirate says, All right, I'll give you six more months, but you better pay up. Now, the next year was not much better than the previous one. But luckily, the pirates didn't come back from his hunting and traveling until the end of the year. By now, Moshe owes him two years' rent. Moshe counted up the money that he had, and it wasn't enough for even a half of a year. So Moshe came once again to the pirates, begging him to give him more time. The pirates angrily ordered his servants to give a beating to Moshe and throw him out of the house after warning him, Moshke, if you don't have the money ready by the beginning of the new year, I'm going to take you and your whole family and throw you guys into prison and take away the inn from you forever. Heartbroken and bruised, Moshe came home and told his wife what's going on. Moshe, I don't recognize you. What happened? Don't we have betachin in Hashem? Come on, Moshe, don't cry. Don't be worried. Hashem knows what's going on. Who is in charge of us? The pirates? Or Hashem? You know that Hashem is in charge. And Hashem is watching us and taking care of us every second. We're never alone. So don't worry, Maisha. All we have to do is have betachen in Hashem. You did whatever you can. Hashem will surely help us. And by the way, don't you remember a couple of weeks ago, a Jewish traveler passed by our inn and told us about a holy tzaddik who lives in Mezhebuz, not far from here. Remember the stories he told about him? Oh, you mean Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov? Exactly! And how he has helped so many people. So Moshe, take my advice and go to the Baal Shem Tov and tell him about our plight, what's going on, and he'll surely help us. as is Hashem. Now Moshe was not at all excited to go to the Baal Shem Tov. He said that he doesn't believe half of the stories that are told about the Baal Shem Tov. But when he realized that only a miracle can save him, and his wife kept on begging him day after day, he accepted the idea to go visit the Baal Shem Tov. Now this was the first time he's going to go see the holy face of a tzaddik. 
He has never seen a tzaddik before. So when he came into the room of the Baal Shem Tov, he became overawed, like he froze, and his heart melted in him, and his tears started to come down freely. After he calmed down a bit, he told the Baal Shem Tov about his problem. The Baal Shem Tov listened to him patiently. The Baal Shem Tov said to him, have betachin in Hashem, and everything will be okay. Moshe already began to feel better. Then the Baal Shem Tev took out a silver coin and gave it to Moshe. He said, go back home, and the next time there's going to be a market day in your town, go to the marketplace, and walk around, and the very first peasant that will approach you to sell you something, buy it right away, and then bring it to me, and then I'll tell you what to do next. Moshe began going home, but on his way, he became so anxious, he couldn't help wondering how is the Baal Shem Tev going to save me and my family? And he told this to his wife. His wife had more faith in the Baal Shem Tev, And she said, Moshe, what do you have to lose? Do exactly like the Baal Shem Tev told you to do. The following Sunday was a market day in his town. And peasants from the neighborhood all came to the marketplace. His wife reminded him, Moshe, the Bashemtiv said you should go to the marketplace and buy the first thing that's offered to you. So Moshe went to the marketplace and began walking around. Soon a young peasant came over to Moshe and offered to sell him a lamb skin. You know, you take skin off a lamb. Of a sheep, he's going to sell him a lambskin for one silver coin. Remembering what the Balshemtiv said to him, Moshe gave the silver coin to the peasant and bought the lambskin and took it home. Moshe was quite excited when he came home and he told his wife what had happened. Then, losing no time, Moshe took the lambskin straight to the Baal Shem Tov, exactly as the Baal Shem Tov has said. When he showed the lambskin to the Baal Shem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov ran his fingers over the lambskin, and he said, This is a remarkable lambskin. You have made a very good purchase. Now listen to me carefully, Moshe. Next week, Poritz Rosatsky is going to be making a birthday party. And people from all over are going to be bringing him birthday gifts, presents. You're going to take this lambskin and give it to him as a present. Moshe came home from the Belshemtov looking very unhappy.
He told his wife what the Baal Shem Tev said. Can you imagine, while everyone is bringing expensive gifts to the pirates, and I give him this lambskin? It's going to look like a bad joke. I don't understand. The Baal Shem Tev said, this is a remarkable lambskin. To me, it looks like an ordinary lambskin. I don't see anything special with it. It's not even big enough to make a fur jacket for the poorest peasant. His wife answered, Moshe, who are we to question the holy Balshemtev? Didn't everything happen exactly as he had said until now? Just have betachen. The day came when the pirates are celebrating his birthday. Many noblemen from far and near in expensive coaches were passing by the inn carrying expensive gifts for the pirates. Also delegations of the peasants from the surrounding areas came with bread and salt to present to the pirates in his castle. The more of them that Moshe saw, the lower his heart sank. If it wasn't for his wife begging him and encouraging him to go to the pirates and bring the lambskin, he would have rather forget the lambskin at home. With a trembling heart, Moshe made his way to the castle while he was holding under his arm the lambskin. There was a lot of excitement going on by the entrance. Many guests and well-wishers were standing there entering the pirates' castle. Moshe stopped at the door. He was like lost. He just did not know what to do next. Just then, one of the doormen, who was dressed up in a special uniform, noticed Moshe and he said, Oh, Moshka, you also brought a gift. Come, give it here. As if in a dream, he sees the doorman grabbing from under his arm the lambskin, and he says, Come, let's give this to the pirates. The doorman handed the lambskin to the pirates who was surrounded by many of his noble friends. Your Highness, the doorman said to the pirates, here is the gift that Moshke the innkeeper had brought for your birthday. The pirates took the lambskin and gave it right back to the servant. And he said to him, that Jew has some nerve to give me something like this. Yes, the pirates felt ashamed in front of his guests and could hardly hold back his anger. Throw him in the cellar and lock him up. I'll deal with him later, the pirate said. And the servant walked away while everybody was laughing. The guests began making fun of the pirates. One of them said, Wouldn't it make a nice Persian lamb coat for you? Or maybe a nice rug for the fireplace? While a third picked up the lambskin and started looking at it 
very carefully. Look, he called out to everyone. What a remarkable lambskin. Everyone gathered around him as he spread out the lambskin. And everyone's eyes almost popped out in wonderment. In the center of the skin, there appeared such artistic work, beautifully designed letters and words that spelled out the name of the pirates and his father's name, also his birth date, as well as the emblem, the design that this pirates liked very much. Well, I've never seen such something like this, they all called out. Most excited of all was the pirates himself. Never in his life had he seen such beautiful artwork like he sees right now. Where is that Jew? Please bring him here right now. The servants rushed downstairs to bring the Jew back to the pirates. Pale with fright, and more dead than alive, Moshe appeared before the pirates and his noble friends. Moshe was sure that now the pirates and his friends are going to use Moshe as a target for shooting practice. So he began begging for his life. Have pity on my wife, my children, please. Stop that, said the pirates. Where did you get this lambskin from? Again, Moshe began to beg for mercy. I didn't mean anything bad by bringing it to you. It took a little time for the pirates to calm Moshe down and explain to him that he did nothing bad. Just the opposite. He's very happy and very impressed and wanted to know who was this great artist that had weaved such beautiful designs in the lambskin. Moshe knew nothing about an artist. So he told the pirates the whole story. I went to this holy tzaddik, the Baal Shem Tov, in Mezhibuz, and he told me to go to the marketplace, and I should buy something, and I bought it, and the Baal Shem Tov advised me that I should bring it to the pirates. That's it. Now they all realized that it was the Baal Shem Tov who was behind this gift. And they all began to shower Moshe with gifts to bring to the Baal Shem Tov so that he will bless them. The pirates then declared in front of everyone that whatever money Moshe owed to him is forgiven and that Moshe is going to get a gift from the pirates that the inn will now belong to Moshe forever, rent-free. He proudly put the lambskin around his head, and he said, what a beautiful fur hat this would make for me. The pirates ordered his own wagon to take Moshe home, because he couldn't carry by himself all the gold and silver that was given to him. He told the servants to obey Moshe's every wish. Moshe's wife nearly fainted when she saw him coming out of the wagon 
and the servants opening up the door for him with so much respect, he stopped at his house only long enough to tell his wife about the great miracle that happened to him. And then he ordered the servants to drive him to Mezhebuzh, to the Baal Shem Tev. Don't forget to give tzedakah and say, we want Mashiach now, so we have a real Hakel. Zeit Gesund.